0: On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I am going to be talking all about how to actually read creative, how to actually go through the numbers so that you can iterate on creative properly. I feel like up until now, there hasn't been an incredible process that I've seen anybody in the direct consumer world talk about. And so I've really gone you know, through the challenge of actually figuring out how to actually look at creative? What kinds of metrics are we actually looking at with creative? And then how do we actually iterate from that creative to make better ads that will actually resonate, that will actually drive purchases, right? Because that, that, that is the, the whole point of all of this. And, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to diving into today. If you are any sort of brand, uh, even if you're an agency, you are not going to want to miss this one. Hey guys, thanks again so much for tuning in today. I have something very special for you that you are gonna to wanna to know all about. Ever wonder how to leverage the data that you already have to drive more profit? I'm talking about the actual data that is deep inside of your company that you may not even realize. Well, introducing the Leverage Playbook by Jordan Salvat over at Salvat Advisory. This isn't just another business tool. It is an actual game Changer, and I'm excited to tell you about some of the results that I'm seeing with some of our companies as well. By simply connecting your analytics ecosystem, Salvat Advisors is going to unearth two to three really quick wins that have been hiding right underneath your nose. So whether you're using Google Analytics, Shopify, Amazon, they have you covered. And the best part, you are going to receive a custom pitch deck specifically tailored to your brand, combining your data with their strategic expertise. If you are ready to elevate your direct consumer brand, head over to salvit.com, that's S-A-L-V-I-T.com and discover the insights that you have been missing. Remember, when scaling every single decision counts, let Salvit Advisors guide you to the next level. Check it out now or down in the show notes. Hey guys, Jordan West. Back to another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I am talking all about creative iterations. We're gonna get all into how we iterate on our creatives, and then also the kinds of metrics that we are actually looking at. I'm going to be talking about a tool that we use at the agency. I'm not going to let you know what tool it is though. You're going to have to reach out to me if you want to know what tool this is. You're probably saying to yourself, Jordan, I'm just going to stop listening. I don't want to listen to you if you're going to do that to me. Well, too bad. That's how it's going to be today. okay? All right, guys, let's dive into what exactly we are looking at right now. So people talk about creative all the time. They talk about, "Oh, oh, I need a really good creative strategist. I need a really good person who knows what kind of creative works. Interestingly, there is this intersection that we have found at Upgrowth Commerce and at the brands that we own as well between somebody who's really good at data, but then also has that creative eye. And it's a very, very hard person to find. But luckily, we've actually found these people in our growth strategies, and we've been able to train this up through, I will tell you, a lot of Loom videos from myself, a lot of research, and a lot of figuring out what actually matters in the creative iteration process. And so let's get into some of the metrics that we're looking at. So when I go into this particular tool that we're talking about, some of the things that I'm starting to look at are, first of all, I just love to look at what were my top performing creatives over the last two weeks, right? Which creatives in my account are actually working? Now, some of the metrics that I'm looking at when I'm looking at top uh, creatives, I want ones that have spent at least, I mean, depending on, on what the account is itself, you know, some, most of the accounts that we're working with at Upgrowth Commerce, people are spending anywhere between 100 and, I mean, as high as five five or 600000 a month, right? So we're looking at pretty decent ad spend. So let's just say for, for argument's sake that we want to make sure that we're actually looking at ad spends on particular creatives that have spent at least $1,000 for the last couple right? We know that these have gotten a decent amount of spend, so We could probably trust that data that's coming through there. So here's some of the things that I'm looking at and some of the stats that I absolutely love to look at. So the number one stat that I am looking at these days is click to purchase. This is something I don't see any other brand owners or agency owners caring about all. Click to purchase. How many times, what percentage of a hundred clicks Do those people actually purchase? Because those ads are actually driving conversions, right? That's the kind of stuff that I love to see. So when I see a click to purchase rate above 10%, I know that every 10 clicks, I'm going to be getting one sale. And so I'm going to do everything that I can with that particular creative to get it in front of the right audience to be able to push forward. So click to purchase, guys. This is number one metric that you need to have on your dashboard all the time. If you're running your own ads, you need to know what that click to purchase rate is. I make so many decisions based on this click to purchase rate because it is just an incredible metric to look at. So right now I'm actually looking at an ad account. One of the ones that we run, I think they're spending about 500K a month in this ad account. What I'm looking at right now is this creative breakdown and I'm looking at this click to purchase as my North Star metric to start. Am I looking at return on ad spend? No. Does return on ad spend lag with click to purchase? A lot of times, yes, absolutely it does. It's one of those leading metrics to me. Click to purchase is a leading metric. ROAS is a lagging metric. I don't love using return on ad spend as a metric to, you know, for business longevity. To me, it's just not a great metric for that because what it's telling me is all the stuff that we've done before as well. There's a bunch of things that are not necessarily in my control, like average order value, right? like customer lifetime value. Return on ad spend doesn't tell me any of that kind of stuff. What return on ad spend does is basically say like, oh, hey, it looks like, you know, you're semi-profitable today. Well, am I? Which products were purchased? Because not all of the products that we sell have the same, the same types of margins, right? And I think that a lot of you can, can be in this. It's like, well, yeah, I can have a free return on ad spend today, but that's only if I'm selling this particular product. Well, what about if there's a discount, right? So that's why I don't love return on ad spend as one of those metrics, do I sometimes report on return on ad spend? Yes. Do I post on LinkedIn and Twitter about return on ad spend at times? Yes, totally guilty. Do I love that metric as a leading business indicator? No, I do not click to purchase. I absolutely love that. Also, when we're looking at ads efficacies, what I'm looking at too is click through rate, right? I really love click through rate. One of the other ones that I really, really love as well, when I'm especially in videos is looking at thumb stop rate. The reason why I like that as a a leading indicator is it's really just showing me what that first three seconds is like. So let's dive into a, a video example. I'm going to do a video example. I've got a funny question for you. You're planning on scaling your business? Because if you are, every single decision is absolutely crucial. And that's where Salvat Advisors comes in with their leverage playbook, which I absolutely love myself. All you have to do is go and connect your core data sources. And they're going to reveal insights that can immediately boost your profit potential. Plus, you're going to get a custom pitch deck designed just for your brand. Do not miss out on this opportunity to grow. Jordan Salvat is absolutely phenomenal and makes me feel, to be honest, just incompetent comparatively. So head over to salvat.com to get started today. That's S-A-L-V-I-T.com. And again, remember, all of this stuff is down in the show notes after today's episode. I'm going to do an image example. And then I've got a great offer to share with you guys after as well. So let's talk about hook iterations. Okay. So what I am looking at here in front of me is a bunch of different videos and I've got two different metrics up here. I've got thumb stop and I've got click to purchase. Now, remember the definition of thumb stop when we're looking at, uh, at what exactly thumb stop is, is it's the percentage of views where a user stops to actually watch the video, right? So what do you think is a good thumb stop ratio? For me before I was like 10%, maybe one in 10 people. Well, what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking at some of these top performers being more in the 25% range. So one in four people are actually stopping to watch the video. Now, what I'm interested in is the correlation between thumb stop and click to purchase. Now, if I have a massively high thumb stop, I know that my first frame, my first frame is amazing. And so I'm going to keep my first frame the same. Now, if I don't have a great click to purchase rate, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in other elements into that video because what it's done is it's hooked their attention, which is awesome. That is the main thing that you want to do, but only hooking somebody's attention on, on meta or TikTok, We're talking about all of this meta, TikTok, YouTube, anywhere that, that has video creative, right? I think is really, really important. And so, you know, when we look at those, you know, the different things that we can do with with some of this data. Now we can start to mash together different elements of videos that potentially have. So I'm looking at another video in the same sort of top performers in hook iteration here. And I'm looking at the click to purchase rate of one of these videos is 23.42, whereas the thumb stop of it is 17.41. So I'm going to look at both of those different elements of those videos and try to put them together. I'm going to figure out what is working so well on the hook side of things, right on that, 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 you know, first three seconds. And then I'm going to look and iterate on the second half of that video and figure out, huh, why were people not sticking around? And that's really, really important to try to figure out with your ads, right? This is the kind of stuff that we do all day at Upgrowth Commerce. This is what we are absolutely obsessed with. This is why we get insane results for our clients because we're actually thinking about all of this. We're not just reporting on return on ad spend. And again, same for me with the brands, with our brands, right? We're always looking at all of this kind of stuff because it's so important in the end. Do I look at, you know, know, average order value? Absolutely. I love to look at average order value, but only because I'm interested in seeing after we drive to the website, where are they going? What are they adding on? What can we do as far as getting that average order value up? But really on the ad side, it's all about how we're setting this up and then getting them over to the site. Now, let's talk a little bit about images, right? Because images are really interesting. When we look at images, I like to, uh, first of all, the click to purchase rate, again, is something absolutely massive. I love to see on images, it's like, okay, well, which images am I spending a decent amount on? What I've found is that images work incredibly well with middle and bottom of funnel. Now, the reason why they work so well with middle and bottom of funnel is that people are already educated. So I love to have videos up at the top of funnel, I love to have images and especially carousels down a little bit farther. Now, here's the stats that I'm really looking at. Number one is click-through rate. Are people actually clicking through and staying on the site? What is that click-to-purchase rate? To me, that's incredibly important because you'll get a lot more clicks on images. To be totally honest, you're going to get, for the most part, especially in your middle middle and bottom of funnel, you're gonna get a lot more clicks. But what is that click-to-purchase ratio, right? If it's above 10, awesome. Um, we still will iterate. It doesn't matter. That click-to-purchase ratio could be 89. We still want to iterate and test other things. I found something really interesting, actually, on images. Uh, we're testing uh, just a beautiful image with just one headline on it, right? We're testing that beautiful image with a headline on it versus a beautiful image with a headline on it and a big gaudy call-out with a big starburst. <laughs> and you, anyone want to guess before? I'll, I'll give you, you know, two seconds in your head to guess which one wins the gaudy one with the starburst on it, right? And this is a brand that really cares about their branding. And, and we said, hey, do you mind if we just try out this test? We'll, we'll do it in your brand color so it doesn't look quite so gaudy, but we really want to iterate on this and test this out. And lo and behold, it has double the click to purchase ratio, double. That is phenomenal. Phenomenal to get to do those kinds of tests. And so Think about your creative testing that way, right? Find your winners, find those creative winners, look and see what that click to purchase ratio is, and then start to iterate after that. And so, the way that I like to test, and I'll walk you through sort of my testing methodology, is I like to have every single uh, individual. No, sorry, there's two here. So, Charlie T has been on this podcast before. He loves his 322 method for testing. We use his 322 method. Absolutely love Charlie, but I, I've got another testing method that I think is a little bit more scientific. And so that's keeping a wide open audience in a particular ad set, right? So we have ad set, single ad. All that we're doing is testing one element. So we can have up to 50 ad sets all running an ad set budget optimization, so ABO. And then beside that, what we're having is we have ABO and then one single image ad, and we're only testing one element. So that element might be starburst versus not starburst. That could be red starburst. And then the next one could be no starburst. And then the other one could be a brand color starburst. We could be testing a type of, you know, a certain kind of headline on the image. Oh, again, little hack here for for everyone. Don't run ads that do not have text on them. Do not run them that don't have text on them. I cannot say this enough. Those ads do not convert nearly as well as text ads. Just use the text. Your Facebook got rid of the 20% text rule so long ago, guys that you do not have to run ads that don't have text on them. I see so many in my newsfeed and think, what are people doing? That does not catch anyone's attention, right? The point of the ad is to catch someone's attention, peaks in curiosity and move them over to the website, right? And that's what we're so good at doing out of growth Commerce. I am obsessed with this kind of stuff. I'm sure you guys can tell. So all that being said, I did say that there would be some kind of offer. And so here is my offer for you guys today. If you would like me to look through your, and me, me in particular, not one of my team members, actually me, I'm going to do this for five people, the first five that get a hold of me, you can either get a hold of me on Twitter or LinkedIn. So follow me there, just search for Jordan West Ecom or Jordan West Marketer over on LinkedIn. I'm sure lots of you guys are, we already connected over there, but if you want me to take a look at your uh, creatives, the, the caveat being <laughs> you need to be running at least at least 20 different ads otherwise there's just no point in me looking through. So the first 5 people to contact me and ask me about that I am going to give you a creative strategy session. I'm going to actually afterwards hand everything over to you as well so that you can do this for yourself. And then also if you want to know which which tool that I am using these days for creative iterations and for figuring all of this kind of stuff out, you are going to have to get a hold of me. So go ahead and get a hold of me either on email LinkedIn or Twitter. And we will go from there. Thank you guys so much. I really hope that this helps you guys in your creative iteration process and the way that we think about this at Growth Commerce. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you so much. I've noticed a bunch of new listeners lately, a bunch of people reaching out uh, as well. I appreciate that so much. If this is helping you, please feel free to share this within your e-com circles. That helps us get out there and hopefully help more business owners like yourself. I appreciate you guys all so much. Have a great rest of your day. Hey guys, thanks again so much for listening to today's episode. You guys know how much I appreciate that so much. Again, I want you guys to be able to unlock the power of all of that data that you have with Salvit Advisors Leverage Playbook. Discover hidden wins and get a tailored pitch deck just for your brand. Elevate your business now at salvit.com. That's S-A-L-V-I-T.com. And Remember, everything that we've talked about, including the link to the Leverage Playbook, is down in the show notes. Have a great day, everyone.